It's Blackpool Week on Harry's Strictly Podcast 2022. I'm here to bring you my thoughts, reactions and scores to this year's Strictly. So please welcome your host, it's me, Harry. Blackpool has returned and what a return it was. This week, I feel, was one of the best weeks of Strictly Come Dancing we've had in a long, long time. It was fantastic to watch the show back at Blackpool in the iconic Blackpool Tower Ballroom nothing beats strictly at blackpool welcome back to another episode of harry strictly podcast a special blackpool episode to celebrate strictly returning to blackpool what a show we had on saturday night all the couples pulled out all of the stops to pull off a fantastic blackpool routine this week we had a pas doble a couple's choice a quick step a salsa a samba, a jive, and two American smooths. And finally, Craig pulled out his 10. The judges' scores are in. Craig Revelhall. I can't wait for you to hear my reaction to Craig's first 10 of the series and the first perfect score. Before we talk about all the celebrities' dances, let's talk about the opening number. Wasn't it brilliant? It was iconic. I thought it was one of the best routines from the professionals we've seen. And even the judges gave us a little twirl on the floor. I just loved the whole concept of it, the aspect of them being in the lift, them coming out. It was just a big celebration. The fireworks from the tower. It was just so nostalgic having Strictly back in Blackpool. The entertainment value, the production of that whole routine was just spectacular. Right, let's get talking about the dances in Blackpool. Opening the Blackpool special was Hamza and Javita with an American Smooth. What a fantastic routine to open the show. The tail suit, the Blackpool concept, the feathers, the professional dancers. This was proper traditional ballroom dancing and Hamza absolutely shines in the ballroom. We've seen it before. We have seen it. It is proof. He is fantastic at the ballroom. He's such a gentleman when he dances. He leads in such a natural way. His ability to portray such smoothness in his dances is absolutely phenomenal. I really loved how much performance was in this dance. At times, not all the time, which we'll talk about, but I loved how he performed it in certain ways. Like at the start, that little heel click that he did together and then went on with the routine. All those little finer details add the character to the dance. Instead of just going through the steps, Hamza adds the character. Absolutely sensational how much drive he had in this dance. One thing I was so impressed with is the way that he lowered into his standing leg. He bent it 
and was able to push from it. What that means is that he had so much drive with his dancing. Without having to do lots and lots of little steps, he really pushed all of his steps. The set of pivots that he did when the camera was panning down onto the floor, turning all the way through them, was absolutely fantastic. I love the control that he had here, the ease that he has. It's just so spectacular to watch the way he comes out. And I've said it before, he doesn't really put too much effort into his dancing, but in a good way. Now, I agree with Craig about the dancing out of hold. I was watching it and kind of kicking myself in the foot thinking, I kind of want to give this a 10, but I felt he was watching Javita do her bits and forgetting that he was still dancing as well. It was a little statuesque for me out of hold. I feel he could extend lines more, hit them a bit sharper, create a few more accents and highlights out of hold. Like, for example, when he was facing Javita doing his little step tap moment, I felt he could have had a bit more punch on those. And I also want him to be careful, Javita mentioned this in the VT, about him bobbing up on some of the lock steps or the chassis. We want to keep those quite flat, but I thought this routine was absolutely spectacular. What a way to open Blackpool. The scores are in. Nine. Next to take to the floor with a jive was Molly and Carlos. This was bright, it was colourful, it was fun, filled with character and expression. The cheekiness of the jive was there, the fun element of it was all there. And actually, I feel she had quite nice bounce in her character, in the fun of it. It was all quite light-hearted, which I liked. The bounciness for me didn't completely translate into the steps, but overall I thought it was a fantastic jive, and she is really pushing herself. I can see Carlos adding so much to these uh, dances. He's really trying to impress. Fantastic challenging choreography. Lots of changes of direction. I was really appreciating all of that. I also really appreciated Molly's timing in this. I've never seen a jive that was so fast, still had the element of calmness and control, and had so much syncopated timing in there as well. Not just the traditional easy jive counting. I just want Molly to be careful of her shoulders. She lost her neck a little bit in some of the figures, and I think that was because she was really conscious of getting her weight forward, that then her shoulders came forward as well. But we still want to lift those shoulders down, create that strong upper body so that we're performing outwards while keeping our weight forward. I think the kicks could have been a little lighter in the way that they could have had more bounce. Yes, I agree with Shirley, sharp, on point and precise, but I felt she could have had a little more retraction in the second half of the kicks, as in that way where we retract our foot back up and bring our knee back up. She could have slipped her standing foot a little more to help with the bounce, but I was so impressed with how precise they were and that they got there on time. She didn't mess up at any point. She didn't have any moment where she wasn't sure where to do the kicks, and she even had some backward kicks in there towards the end end of the routine, she was side by side with Carlos, kicking backwards, and she was shifting her body weight in the correct place to help her shift her body backwards while standing on a leg, which 
was fantastic. Very, very impressive. So overall, I was really impressed with the routine. Did it have the wow factor for me? Personally, no. And I don't think that's anything Molly did wrong. That's a personal thing on me. But it was a fantastic routine. And she did herself proud. The scores are in. Eight. Dancing a Pasadoble was Kim and Graziano. This was hot. It was engaging. It was powerful. It had a good motive. I could see her really being involved in the dance. I do have to say, I think she lost it towards the end of the dance. Kind of the second half, I felt, didn't have the same energy as the first half, but it opened so strongly stood on her own at the top of the stairs, that takes some courage. I mean, to walk down the stairs on live television when you've got high heels on, you've got a skirt near your feet, you possibly could trip. I mean, you've got to have confidence to do that, and Kim has. And I do have to say, I don't think she would have been able to pull off a routine with this much confidence on week one. She's really had to build her confidence throughout the competition, and I think it's finally coming together. So I love the production of the routine, love the lighting, all of that. What we see as a viewer at home was fantastic. I was really impressed with right at the start, how she was using her wrist to create that Spanish feel of it, the action at the wrist was fantastic. I loved the action that she had in this, some sharp moments, some softer moments, and I actually agree with one of the judges, I can't remember who said it, the femininity of this, the way that it was quite calm and quite collected, I liked, and she played a fantastic role for the Pasadoble. What kind of failed for me a little bit in this routine is the quality of movement. She did some turns with Graziano and she was just bobbing about a little bit. I don't felt like she had the right connection to the movements and to Graziano and Shirley kind of touched on that when she said that her body was collapsed. She moves herself forward a bit so that everything isn't in the right place. If she was just to lower her shoulders and bring herself upwards, that would improve her body. I was also very confused with the music. I mean, it's not Kim's fault. We won't penalise Kim for that, but it wasn't the best choice of music for a Pasadoble. I felt she could have done a much better job with a traditional style of music. I was actually, though, really impressed with her strong footwork, the way she used her heels on some of her walks, the involvement with her skirt and how she coordinated that with her movement was great. Nice pressure into the floor. I like that. But I do have to agree with Craig. It needed a little more push because she had it in hold, just not completely controlled in the right way. Some bits were a bit jumpy, a bit runny behind Graziano at times. It wasn't my favourite dance of the night, I'll be honest. I thought it was good, but not amazing. And I was kind of having high hopes for this Pasadoble because Kim's done so well in previous weeks with the Argentine Tango, for example. I gave Kim a 10 for that. In this case, I wasn't so impressed. Um, and I do think it was partly due to the music and the way she executed some of the moves. So I want her to work on her body positioning, using a strong core to continue that smoothness, but still having sharp moments at times. Not a bad attempt, just just not my favourite. The scores are in. Seven. Dancing a salsa was Tyler and Diane. 
Now, this routine was very, very good. I loved how involved he was in this. Opening the routine with the train was fantastic. I loved the way he coordinated himself with the other professional dancers. That was great. I loved how Tyler got involved with them. How he shifted himself around with all the other girls and used all those and then got into the salsa with Diane. I thought was very, very clever. It was a fresh routine, very exciting, very involved. I loved how much energy he had in it. Shimmying, singing along, grooving. I could kind of hear the sounds that the steps would make. When you do dance, different steps have different sounds. Some are sort of high-pitched, some are breaths, some are slower ones, and I could see how he was really feeling that in the routine, which was great. The lifts were so difficult, and in a salsa, we do like some of those difficult lifts. We like to be shocked, we like to be on our toes, what's coming next? And for this routine, I thought we had it completely. What let this routine down a little bit was the transitions. And the judges, I think it was Craig and Moxie, picked up on this. Salsa is a very fluid dance. We talk about it all the time. It doesn't have to be a soft dance. You can dance it sharply, but it all has to flow. And it has to look like every single figure is following on seamlessly from the previous one. Almost like the whole routine is just one big move and you just doing all these underarm turns, you're going under each other, you're going through the legs, you're going on the shoulders, all that, which he had, but the transitions need smoothening. I can see that Tyler learned this lift, and then I could see him getting into the next bit, which we don't really want to see. It's all got to flow, which I kind of feel like Tyler knows. I feel like Diane might have tried to work with that. I'd also like to see him give a little more hip. He had it on the side-to-side -side basic. Craig said that too. I could see him really working that. And I think that's just maybe something natural that Tyler has. I could see him rotating. But the forward and back basic didn't have much rotation at all. And it was very sort of square on um, with no hip rotation. I didn't really see a side to side. And really in the salsa, we start with a side to side and then we try and get that figure eight. We saw it, the figure eight on the side to side basic but not so much on the forward and back, and we need a bit of consistency. But I loved how much rhythm this routine had, how grounded it was. That's what we like from a salsa. It's in the ground, you're feeling it, and it's earthy. I want him to just work on the transitions to make it flow a little better. And I think that's what Anton was meaning about it looking a bit ploddy. I guess he maybe saw that in the, the salsa basic. I could see it being a bit steppy, but... Yeah, a fantastic routine, completely entertaining, everything that Blackpool is about, and uh, a very entertaining watch. The scores are in. Eight. Ellie and Johannes danced an American smooth. This routine was quite simply beautiful. I really am enjoying seeing Ellie in these kind of routines, these softer routines that don't have any faffing around in them. They don't have anything to hide the dancing. She's really working on the figures, the technique, the performance, you know, all of that, the emotion, the connection with Johannes. Yes, don't get me wrong. I love seeing the Charleston, uh, the Latin routines, the fun side of her. 
but I feel she's got a really beautiful ballroom side, which is nice. She looked absolutely stunning in the dress. She looked stunning in the dancing and the music was just sublime. I loved how she partnered Johannes in this. The connection between them emotively and also technically was really nice. And I loved how she used the other professional dancers around her to tell the story and I loved how they added to the routine. She started off with such beautiful stretch and I loved how she did that off-balance moment towards Johannes, reached out for him and I could see her really bringing that inside her and letting it go out. She did have a slight little stumble. I saw her ever so slightly have to put her left foot out to the side after she'd done that little fall section with Johannes right at the start to correct her balance. In the American Smooth, we don't want any jolty footwork. But what I did see was beautiful choreography, a nice balance of open choreography and closed choreography, which is what we want in an American Smooth. There was plenty in hold and out of hold, a beautiful standing spin, great set of pivots across the floor. I absolutely loved the closing and the opening when she was holding onto Johannes's hand. It had the one, two, three, one, two, three, the accent. When she got into, you know, the actual uh, in-hold movement across the floor, I thought it was ever so slightly skippy. Um, I can't remember whether Ellie's done a Viennie's waltz yet or not, I don't know. And it is so easy to make the Viennie's waltz look skippy, but it's a fly-flat dance. It doesn't rise and fall. It has a little bit. You don't rise any higher than your body height, really, in this. And I felt her just skipping a little bit, just ever so slightly, and it just lost its smoothness just at teeny, teeny, tiny times. But what I did love is the lifts that she did in this, where Johannes just lifted her off the floor and placed her back down. Those little jumps, those little lifts, I thought were beautiful. Now, I do know what the judges are saying about giving us a little more. Give us something extra to the dance. It's all there. It just needs to come together a little better and then for her to add like a 10% more on the top, whether that be energy. I don't think it should be technique because the technique is really quite actually good. I just think it's the performance side of it and the push. Just if you're going to do something, do it with a bit more effort. I'm not saying she's not trying, but just continue to uh, push. If you think you're doing something, do it a bit more, and then you're definitely doing it. A beautiful routine, and I really enjoyed it. I thought she did quite a good job in the ballroom. Emotive, effortless, and a real beautiful performance. The scores are in. Eight. It's quick step time at the Blackpool Tower. Helen and Gorka danced a quick step, and this routine was superb. I have never ever seen a quick step like this, I don't think, in a very long time on Strictly. I was absolutely blown away by this routine. It had swing, it had sway, it had traditional quick step, it had movement across the floor. I was so impressed. I absolutely loved it. I'm just gobsmacked that Helen has pulled off a routine like this. I feel we kind of knew she had it in her and we were unsure when we were going to see it, but I didn't think we would see it in this quick step. 
The control that she had to shift her body weight across the floor, staying on the right side of Gorka, never really coming away from him in incorrect places. She came away when she was supposed to, got closer to Gorka when she needed to, and the awareness of her body, the awareness of direction, where she was going, it is so hard to do. Trust me, it's really hard to know where you're going, especially in the tower ballroom when it's a new environment that she's not danced in before. She's used to dancing in the studio. Yeah, it was uh, very impressive. The coverage of the floor was absolutely outstanding. The runs, the scatter chassis that she did along the floor, absolutely fantastic. The slides, the quicks and the slows were all all there, everything you need in a quick step. If you watch back some of the runs or the scatter chassis that she did, the way she kept so in line with Gorka didn't bounce around. It was absolutely sensational. Something that we very rarely see in a quick step is the swing and the sway when we need to see it. And we got that. When she wasn't moving across the floor, she did some fantastic swing and sway. I saw a little step of tipples, tipple uh, forward and tipple back when she did some at the start. She had a great pendulum swing in there, Charleston elements, hopscotch bits. Oh, it was impressive, wasn't it? I don't know what Craig was talking about with one of her elbows or something drooping. I didn't see that at all. I felt like she had complete awareness of her whole body in this. Her legs were talking, her feet were working, her heels were pushing off, she was staying controlled, her shoulders were down, and her upper body was still, which is absolutely what we want for a quick step. So in my opinion, I don't think Helen could have done any more for this routine. It was incredible. The scores are in. 10. Burning the tower ballroom down with a couple's choice was Fleur and Vito. Honestly, it just gets better. This performance was absolutely breathtaking. The confidence of this routine, the power, the, the courage that it takes to come out in the tower ballroom or Strictly Come Dancing and dance a routine like this was like second to none. I just think so highly of Fleur after this routine because it was convincing, it was sharp, it was sassy. I mean, when she did that little section towards the judges and she was hitting on her head and then she went into some like poppy shimmy shakes, I was impressed. I was really impressed. Um, this dance had so much impact in the way that like what she did got there. You know, it didn't get there too much. Like in other dances, I thought, oh gosh, you know, is this not going to go right? But it was just completely suited to her. It was absolutely fine for her to go out there and just own it because this is what the routine needed. It had rolls, it had slower moments, those circles of the hips, the sassiness, the expression was all there. To me, this was like a music video. Like, it all came together. And I know Fleur is a singer and she's done music videos before, but that doesn't mean that it's going to pay off on the tower ballroom floor. But 
it did. It was absolutely sensational. A Motsi said it reminded her of Destiny's Child. Yes, they were dancing to a mega mix from Destiny's Child, but I also said that too. It reminded me of like something Beyonce would do on her tour. It was sensational. She actually fitted in with all the other pros here. She danced to the same level as Vito, and that is a very big compliment. What could have easily happened is for them to dance separately, doing the same moves next to each other with not much interaction, you know? That could have happened in a routine like this and it not execute as it should do. I was so, so proud of this routine. We've been waiting for a dance like this from Fleur and it just came together in the Blackpool Tower. And finally, Craig awarded a 10. This routine got the first perfect score of the series and this was my reaction to those scores come on come on come on oh come on please he's doing it Amazing. Amazing. So obviously, I was uh, quite excited with that. Um, it was just very well deserved, you know, completely a perfect routine. And so for that, it deserved a 40. The scores are in. 10. Closing the show with a samba was Will and Nancy. This was probably the most colourful samba I've seen in a very long time on Strictly. It had great energy, it had great rhythm, it had great action, uh, lots of bounce in there. And I feel it was probably the campest routine we've seen for a very long time. Nancy's dress was just full of feathers. All the other professional dancers had their feather headgear on and Will had pink trousers, pink shoes and a sparkly blue shirt. So how much more can we get from a Strictly Samba? I don't think much more. I was super impressed with the hip action in this dance. Fantastic, the way he rotated those hips so smoothly. It didn't look mechanical um, and he was really able to sort of use them in his own way. I loved that he didn't try and force them to work. Like I'm doing the hips because I've been told to do them. Na I felt they really came naturally to him and to enhance his Samba figures. Talking of Samba figures, which ones did I see? I saw a great set of vaulters right at the start of the routine. He vaulted his way over to Nancy. I saw some great toe taps. They had great rhythm, great timing, nice and sharp and great accents on those. I saw some little chicken walks, which he used his feet nicely to walk backwards. And they had slow timing. And then they had quick timing, which was nice. Um, great Botafogos. They had nice bounce action. I saw those going, which was impressive. He had some slow runs in there. I liked how we use the samba timing to slow it down and then bam into the next routine. I like that. I also liked how we had quite a bit of open choreography in there. Quite a bit wasn't traditional samba, but I felt it added to the routine. And you know, if it adds to the routine and it makes it look good, then stick it in there. The rhythm just completely ran through his body. 
And what I was really impressed with is the way that he danced the routine, but was still able to have fun and look like he was enjoying it. He maybe have been completely nervous and wanting the routine to finish. I don't know. But he looked absolutely like he was in control and just never wanting it to end. He was expressing himself correctly for a samba. Did I think it was perfect? No. Um... I would like to see a little more pivoting on the feet, for example, in the Botafogo. If you're not sure what a Botafogo is, um, let's say we start using our left foot. So weight on the right, we cross, if you're doing a cross Botafogo, let's say we are, we're crossing over with our left, placing the foot down, pivoting slightly on it, and then using our right foot to come out to the side and just change weight slightly. So left, right, left, that kind of idea. And then we cross over with our right. We go right, left, right. Those are crossbow to fogos. We want a bit of pivoting with our feet. We want them to kind of face the way we are going, still turned out slightly. And I didn't see too much pivoting. It's hard to do because you have to have your body weight in the right place. But I feel if we have a bit more pivoting in the feet, it makes it a little lighter. It helps with that samba action that we're needing at the ankles, at the legs, and a little more absorption through the body in a samba way. Um, but apart from, you know, just those little technical things, I think this was a great samba. And I loved how energetic and colourful and camp it was. To close Blackpool, I thought it was fantastic. What a way to close the show. The scores are in. Nine. So that's what I made of the Blackpool routines. I awarded two tens. Craig awarded one, which I was very pleased with, as you heard from my reaction. I thought the night overall was fantastic. I thought all the couples did a great job. Nobody was terrible. Everybody was really, really good. Fleur and Helen were sensational, and of course, they deserved the scores that they got. Fantastic. Now, who did I vote for? It was quite tricky this week, because well, I awarded two tens, and I awarded, I think, two nines as well, um, and I couldn't really decide which to give my vote on those nines. Um, do I vote with the couples that got the tens? Do I need to save somebody who I feel might be in the dance-off? Uh, took me a while to decide, but I managed to, and I narrowed it down to three votes. So this is who I voted for. The first couple I voted for, for a fantastic routine, so much confidence, very convincing and rather unexpected. I thought it would be good, but I didn't think it would be perfect. And so for that reason, I voted for Helen and Gorka. The second couple I voted for, for a wow moment, a powerful routine, completely polished, and a routine that we have been waiting to see. It was like I was watching a music video. That was Fleur and Vito. And the final couple I voted for, for probably a routine that I enjoyed the most tonight. It was just great to watch. Complete involvement in the routine. They enjoyed what they were doing, so we enjoyed it as well. It had fantastic content, great expression, and so I voted for Will and Nancy. Who do I think is going to be in the dance-off this week? 
It's quite a tricky week and it's probably not the best week to be in the dance-off because all the couples are on such a high after doing their dances and then they have to dance again in the dance-off. Who do I think is going to be there? Well, I've been able to narrow it down to two couples. The first couple being Tyler and Diane. He was there last week and now we're getting to the point in the show where every routine has to be amazing and kind of anybody can fall into the dance-off. And then the second couple, I think, could be Kim and Graziano. For me, this wasn't a fantastic routine. It was good. It, it you know, it was convincing. Um, but I think it could have been better. We will find out if I'm right after this music. The two couples in the dance-off was Molly and Carlos and Tyler and Diane. I correctly predicted Tyler. I'm not too sure why he was in the dance-off. I just had a weird feeling that he was going to be there. A really excellent dance from both couples. The judges were split for the first time ever this series. Craig and Moxie voted to save Molly and Anton voted to save Tyler. And so it was down to Shirley to have the casting vote. She opted to save Molly and Carlos, sending them through to week 10. That's what the judges thought, but what did I think? Tess, it's over to you. Based on that dance-off alone, I am about to ask the name of the couple that you think deserves to stay and why. The couple with the most votes will remain in the competition, meaning the other couple is out of Strictly Come Dancing. This is it. Who are you going to save and why? Well, both couples stepped it up from Saturday night and based off those dances in the dance-off, I don't think either of the couples deserve to be there. I can go with performance and it will have a different outcome if I vote on technique to if I vote on personal preference. Molly did a great drive, it was very precise and it was all there. Tyler didn't, for me, massively improve with the rotation, but it was a better overall performance. I found it really tough to come to a decision, but I saw one tiny thing in one of the routines that made me choose a couple, and that was a technique thing in the jive. And so I'm saving Molly and Carlos. Blackpool week comes to a close. I was so pleased with how the celebrities did this week. It was fantastic from the beginning to the end. Next week, we are in double figures. It's week 10. I actually won't be watching the show live next week as I'm in Nottingham competing at a competition. I'll get the podcast up as soon as I can, whether that be on Sunday or on Monday, but it will be with you. Don't worry. I'll see you in week 10. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Harry Strictly Podcast. If you did enjoy, please make sure to leave a review. You can follow me on Instagram at Harry Surplus. I'd love to know your thoughts. Thank you so much for listening. Keep dancing. Keep dancing.